Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, November 8th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Yesterday was Election Day, and unofficial results are coming in. We'll make sense of statewide ballot measures, mayoral contests, and school board races tomorrow with KUNC State House reporter Lucas Brady-Woods. For today, we're turning back the pages of Colorado's recent past to better grasp the problems of the present. The Federal Indian Boarding School operated for about a century and a half and well into the 1960s. It is a recent history and often that history is removed from the consciousness of mainstream of um, most people. It's not a history that many people learn about. Heather Shotton is a citizen of the Wichita and affiliated tribes and also Kiowa and Cheyenne. She is vice president for diversity affairs at Fort Lewis College. Now, before it was a university, it was the site of the Fort Lewis Indian Boarding School, one of nine such schools in Colorado that a new state report looked into. The U.S. government established hundreds of these schools across the U.S. to forcibly dismantle the cultural identities of young Native Americans. The nearly 140-page report released last month by History Colorado is an effort to understand the widespread trauma, abuse, and death that took place at the schools and the lasting impacts Native Americans face today. Shotton says a lot of that trauma was laid bare with this research, including the graves of dozens of Native children. Unfortunately, I think none of the, the findings of the report were surprising because we're familiar with the... Um, with the impacts and the intergenerational harms that resulted from um, the federal Indian boarding school system. Regardless though, the confirmation of the death of students at uh, the boarding school and abuse uh, is still devastating. I think that Holly Norton, who, uh, who led the research and authored the report, stated in the report emphatically, no child should die while attending school. And I think that is um, that statement says it all. One of the things that I think that we're really cognizant of at Fort Lewis College is that um, the students we serve as a native serving institution are likely descendants of boarding school survivors, either parents, grandparents, and that they have a deep and personal connection to this history. So it is not something that is uh, so far removed for our community. Right. And I can understand how just reading the report could be so traumatizing for people. Given that so many of your students and their families have been impacted by the boarding school system, can you talk about how Fort Lewis College prepared for any potential trauma or harm that might follow the release of a report with such devastating information? When a report is released that identifies abuse and death and trauma that occurred, uh, that is attached to the history of your institution, you know, we can anticipate everyone is going to process and respond to that in, in different ways. 
And so we had a, a campus care team um, across our division of student engagement, uh, diversity affairs uh, that involved our counseling center, our uh, student wellness director, uh, and our Native American center uh, to make sure that we had programs and resources in place, uh, providing space for students to be in community and to process and for them to um, to understand the, the report. Uh, so having faculty who helped us to lead important dialogue uh, with students to uh, to understand the contents of the report. It sounds like there was consideration given to the notion that a report like this can do harm by re-traumatizing people even decades after the original harm was done. Anytime we are um, confronting histories that deal with abuse and death uh, and trauma, um, the historical trauma that exists in our communities, absolutely, uh, we want to be prepared and make sure that we are are caring for for us culturally appropriate ways right so for that for us that meant bringing in a traditional healer to provide a blessing and uh, who was also is also a licensed uh, therapist to lead some talking circles with students uh, but centering culture and what's culturally appropriate i also think the way that we tell these stories is important and so you know for us we have also been reminded by our students that it is important that we investigate this history that we understand this history and to remember that it's important to celebrate their presence now the fact that they are in college getting their degrees and embracing opportunities to get an education and return to their home communities and utilize their education to meet the needs of uh, their home communities, their tribes, that that is just as important. It's ensuring that we are caring for, we are recognizing this hard history uh, we are caring for, and also hearing what our students are telling us about remembering that they are here. And it's important to also focus on the future. Well, talking about the future, what happens next? History Colorado noted that the research in this report was not the final word. Do you have a sense of what might come now that this report is out? I think a lot of that will happen on a number of levels. Um, one, it will be really important for tribal nations to guide this conversation, particularly the tribes who had children at the at Fort Lewis Indian Boarding School. There were 20 tribes who were identified as having um, students at the boarding school their voices in these conversations will be critical. We began this work alongside our two land-based tribes here in Colorado, Southern Ute Indian Tribe and Ute Mountain Ute Tribe, because we wanted to be good partners. We continue to want to be good partners. Uh, this was really a first step. And prior to this comprehensive research into Fort Lewis Indian boarding school had really never taken place. You know, what happened, the trauma that occurred uh, had never formally been acknowledged historically or institutionally. They were able to research archival data and it's important. And I think you probably noted from the report, Dr. Norton acknowledged that the archival data is written from one, one viewpoint and one perspective, um, particularly from the, the system 
system, uh, the federal system, and those who are upholding that system. And so the importance of uh, oral histories from communities and tribal nations who were impacted by the boarding school will be important in the future. Um, and I think, I believe that was one of the recommendations from History Colorado. Yeah, I think it's so important for any future research to include those perspectives from people actually impacted. And what about the future on the Fort Lewis College campus? We will be in conversation with with tribes and with our campus community about next steps for healing and how we continue this work. We have implemented a reconciliation framework and plan on campus that we have been working on for the past five years. Fort Lewis began this work in 2019 before the legislation And the legislation was uh, a result of some of the recommendations that came out of the work that we began on our campus in 2019. And we will continue to work with our campus community as we implement our reconciliation plan to let the, the community and tribal nations guide what healing looks like and how we uphold our responsibilities to to our students, to our indigenous students and community, uh, and to tribal nations. Well, Heather Shotton, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for talking with me about this. Yeah, absolutely. You'll find a link to the report in our show notes and at KUNC.org. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa-Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.